Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Would you do that? Amen. Come on, let's give it to him. He's worthy tonight. Hallelujah. That's why we're here is because he's worthy. Amen, amen, amen. I feel perfectly in the will of God tonight. The Lord has been dealing with me, and so I've got to carry out what I feel tonight. I'm going to read, turn to Isaiah chapter 43. And verse 19. And then I'll be turning to 2 Samuel chapter 6. And uh, reading more scripture than I normally read. But I feel it important. 43 and 19 of Isaiah. Behold, I will do a new thing. Everybody said a new thing. Now. It shall spring forth. Everybody said now. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness. And the rivers in the desert. I'm going to turn to 2 Samuel chapter number 6. 2 Samuel chapter number 6. Starting at verse number Nine. And David was afraid of the Lord that day and said, How shall the ark of God come to me? So David would not remove the ark of the Lord unto him and to the city of David, but David carried it aside to the house of Obedium, the Jittite. The ark of the Lord continued in the house of Obedium, the Jittite, for three months. And the Lord blessed Obedium and all his household. And it was told King David, saying, The Lord hath blessed the house of Obedium and all that pertaineth unto him because of the ark of God. So David went and brought up the ark of God from the house of Obedidim and to the city of David with gladness. Everybody said with gladness. And it was so that when they bear, when that bear the ark of the Lord had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings. And David danced before the Lord with all of his might. And David was girded with a linen ephod. So David and all the house of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord with shouting and with the sound of the trumpet. And as the ark of the Lord came into the city of David, Michael, Saul's daughter, looked through a window and saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord. And she despised him in her heart. Heavenly Father, we ask your Lord Jesus to move tonight. I need you, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. 
Let us realize tonight how important it is, God, to worship you. Oh, Lord, I pray that you would use and speak through these lips of clay tonight. Bring every mind, God, I pray together. Lord, that you might speak, Lord, to our church tonight and encourage and strengthen us together for this new year of 2020. I ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. I want to preach this subject unto you tonight. I want to preach on committed to a new thing. Committed to a new thing. This is a new year. I want you to be committed to a new thing. January 1, my phone, the smart dumb phone that I've got that I've got the Bible on there, and, and every now and then it'll leave a little prescription, a little notation on the front of the screen before I open it up. And, and it kind of took my eye that morning, and I was wondering, you know, and it said, a new thing coming. So I turned to Isaiah 43, and... Uh, Verse 19, and that's what it was. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. That was my word that I got that, that morning. I don't know. I think it might have been the next night. I'm not sure, but that had stuck with me all day long. I even, in fact, even read it to Sister McGee and I read a couple other verses with it. And that stuck in my mind, but about, I don't know, somewhere in the wee hours of the morning, probably around 3 o'clock, that's usually when the Lord just kind of starts speaking to me. And I was laying in my bed and, and woke up and got up and then and, and come back to bed and I was laying there and couldn't sleep. And I told Sister McGee, I said, I got to go to my office and write down some things so it won't just slipped my mind and the Lord I began to give me this other scripture I began to think about David and I thought of all the things that kings ever done David done a new thing when he brought up you all know the backdrop of this story but just so you I make sure you know that David had just gotten through bringing trying to bring the ark of God back to Jerusalem and uh, he had uh, put it on a new cart, thought he'd bring it up the easy way, and it didn't work. You know the story that Uzzah reached out to grab the ark because uh, it was shuck, and he was afraid it was going to fall, and, and uh, the Lord just killed him right on the spot. And the Bible said that David was afraid of the Lord that day. And he said, how is the... Ark of God going to come to me. And, uh, you know, after David had been testified to that uh, God had blessed the house of Obadidim, he began to get excited and thought, I'm going to bring up this Ark of God if it's the last thing I do. So he's tried it a different way. He put on, the Bible said, he, he, you know, he took off his kingly garment. He took off that thing that was heavy. He didn't want to worship in it. And he put on a linen ephod. 
and, and, and he began to bring up the ark of God in that linen ephod. Now, I wanted to speak a little bit. I want to just set a little spot here because I don't want you to think that. Uh, uh, I want you to think about committed a little bit. Committed to new things. Uh, you look up the word committed, it means to be entrusted to. It means to be devoted to. It means to pledge to something. It means to be bound by something. Hallelujah. Now, listen, I don't want to be a casual Christian. I don't want to be casual about anything. You know, when you're drinking, when, you're, when you are... Uh, Dressing casually, you allow me to put on anything. It's just like it's casual, so I'm just going to put on some casual. I'm not going to dress up. I'm just going to go like I am. But David began to think through what he was going to wear. And he thought, I don't want something to weight my worship down. Come on now. He said, I'm going to bring it up different this time than I did the last time. It was a mistake the last time, but I don't want to make a mistake this time. The Lord began to deal with me and I began to look back at our church and I began to think of all the things that we have done right and how that worship had been a part of our church and how God had used many through the gifts of the Spirit. We, he has used us to speak to one another, to encourage one another and to lift one another up. Amen. It was nothing to come into the house of God in the second song, people be marching around the church. Brother Freddie, it was almost a normal thing at the second church. And I began to think and God began to deal with me. And I thought, I don't want to be a worshiper by chance. Glory. I don't want it to be nonchalantly that I get up and worship the Lord. I don't want to be careless about it, but I want it to become a thing in my life that when I come through the doors, one of the things that I'm going to do is worship my God because he's worthy of that worship. Oh, hallelujah. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord reminded me the other morning. Hallelujah. David as king had done a new thing. Amen. Just as that scripture said, a new thing is coming. I believe that was meant for this church. That there is a new thing coming, and it's going to be up to us to usher it in. Come on. The presence of God was not going to come to David. He had to go get it. Come on, church. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You're going to have to go get that presence of God and usher it back in here yourself. I think sometimes we have got so used to the presence of God uh, that we think it's not here. Come on now. It is, we've become familiar with the move of God. That's a sad thing. But we've become familiar with God being in our presence and it has died right in our midst and we've let it happen and we're going to have to usher it in the right way. Nobody's going to bring it. We're going to have to go out and get it. Hallelujah. 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 David as king. No other king. You will read. I don't know of any other place in the Bible where a king took off his royal robe 
and put on a linen ephod and said, I'm doing it because I want to worship with everything I've got. I don't know one, no weight hanging on me. Oh, hallelujah. I remember we was ready to worship when we walked out of the prayer room. You know why? We went in there, Brother Freddie, and began to lay some things down before church ever started. We come out of the prayer room without any weights hanging on us, church. Come on. We come out with worship on our mind. We thought, I didn't just come here to stand around, but I come to worship him. I come to lift him up. I come to praise him. And I'm not going to let nothing hold me back or hold me down. Hallelujah. 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 One thing David said, I'm going to, I'm bringing the presence of the Lord back. Come on, I'm, I'm committed to doing it. Church, we got to be committed to this thing. Hallelujah. We got to be committed to his kingdom. Come on. He took off his kingly attire, which was heavy, and put on the linen ephod, which was light. And history said the reason he done that is because it was light and convenient for dancing. Oh, woo. No other king had done it. Come on. Saul didn't do it. Glory. Hallelujah. We'll get to that in a little bit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm of the opinion that if we don't entertain his presence. Come on. Somebody said entertain. I'm, I, I am completely convinced if we do not entertain his presence that he moves away from us or don't pay us no mind. I remember a place in the Bible that Israel had come to a place to where they were disobedient to the Lord. He moved outside the, come on. He moved outside the camp. He said, I'm not going to be where a bunch of these heathens are that's not worshiping me, that's not giving me any credit, come on, that's not entertaining my presence. If they don't want me there, I don't want to be there, so I'm going to move outside the camp. <laughs> come on, church. I don't want to be in the place, brother, hallelujah, Malone, that he moves outside the camp. I don't want him to move out on the front lawn, church. I don't want him to move uptown to some other church or some other place. I want him to move in and stay. But if he's going to move in and stay, church, we're going to have to entertain his presence. We're going to have to tell him how much we love him. We're going to do it by worship. We're going to do it by prayer. We're going to do it by praise. It's going to cost you something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to be a worshiper. Anybody in here want to be a worshiper? Hallelujah. Glory. First Chronicles 10, verse 13 and 14 says, I know I want you to listen real closely. So Saul died for his transgression, which he had committed against the Lord. Even against the word of the Lord, when he kept not, which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of the one that had a familiar spirit, a wrong spirit, demonic spirit, if you please. To inquire of it. And in verse 14, grab it. And inquired not of the Lord. Therefore he slew him. 
and, oh, and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. Now, I want to I go to, praise the Lord. I want to go here to uh, 13, Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 13 and 3. 13 and 3, and it says, and let us, here's David, he's talking about it now. He's talking about what Saul done now. He's saying, let us. Everybody said us. Come on now. David is talking about Israel. He's talking about Israel and me and everybody else in there. He's, he's saying, let us. Let us bring, and everybody said again. Now understand that it was once there, and now it's not. But he said, I want to bring it back. Come on, church. It ain't that the presence of God ain't been in this church and God hadn't done great things. It's just kind of slipped away and we need to bring it back. Come on now, somebody get with me, preach it a little bit. I'm saying if it once was here, then we can bring it back here. It's up to us. Somebody said it's up to me. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said, let us. Bring again the ark of our God to us. For we inquire not at it in the days of Saul. What a sad thing. The, the, the king of Israel. Very first chosen king of Israel. And never ever called upon God or sought the ark of God. Before he went to war. You know why? He depended on Samuel. I'm going to tell you, nobody else can do this for you. Nobody can bring the presence of God in for you. Come on. There is people in this house, and I, I, Brother Mason even spoke it, I believe, last, last week. He even said this. He said that sometimes people come into the house of God, and others feel God, and somebody else don't feel a thing. And they don't understand why. I'm going to tell you why. Because you got to bring it back for yourself. You can't have somebody to come and get the presence of God and bring it in and set it down to you. That won't do any good. If you want it in your life, you're going to have to go get it for yourself. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. oh yes. You got to get it by yourself. You got to get it for yourself. Nobody can do it for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The key word in that verse is again. Bring it back again. It was here. I want you to, I'm going to bring it back. I, I don't know how you all feel about it, but we never saw laughter in, in the days of Saul. And I, I know how important. I've seen Samuel. I know how important it is to have. You seek it before you go to war. Come on. You seek the presence of God. You make sure he's going to be with you in war. Come on, church. I don't know about you, but I want to seek the Lord before I have to go to war with the devil. Come on. But the only way you're going to get the presence of God, you're going to have to bring it in. Come on, Lord. You're welcome. Get in here. I can't do it without you. Come on. I need you in a prayer room. I need you to move in the service. Lord, I need a healing. I need a deliverance. I need you to walk with me every day. I cannot make it alone. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sister McGinn, I've talked several times. I don't know what we've done without the Lord this year. 
This has been a trying year for us. Seems like it's been on the run ever since April. And it's been surgeries and it's been doctor visits and this and that and tests and you name it. But God has been with us. You know why we invited him into our house? Come on now. We invited him into our life. I don't know about you, but I don't just need him, Brother Malone, at church. I need him when I walk out of this church even worse than I do in it. Come on. You face things on the outside of this church that you'll never face inside it. You know why? Because there's people in here that's believers. And that's good to be believer, but I think we ought to be actors. David said, I'm going to do a new thing. No other king's done it, but I'm going to put me on a linen ephod. I'm going to worship like I've never. Hey, nobody's seen me worship like I'm going to worship. You've never seen nothing like this. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Oh, I bless the Lord. I bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 James 4, 7 and 8. Now I want to tell you how to get it back. Submit. Everybody said submit. Or could I say commit? That's my title. Submit, but I'm going to say, commit yourself to God. Yeah. Submit yourself. Therefore, I like this. It says submit. I like this. Submit yourselves. Make sure we understand that. It's everybody for itself. Therefore, to God, resist. Everybody said resist. Resist the devil. Glory. And he will flee from you. Now, here's key words starting right off in verse 8. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts. Oh, you double-minded. Come on now. Submit and draw nigh. Two words that we need to get in our head. In 2020, this is January, and I'm going to tell you, we need to get it in our head just right early that we need to submit or commit to a new thing, and then we need to draw nigh to God. We need, If you want Him to draw nigh to you, you're going to have to do it. He said, draw nigh to me, and then I'll draw nigh to you. I don't know about you, but what that means to me is if I start drawing nigh to God, he's going to walk to meet me. Yeah, as I'm walking, he's walking. He said, I'll meet you halfway. In fact, I think he goes the extra mile. If I just act like I'm starting, I believe he's old. Well, you're already here. Bless God. Come on. If you draw nigh to him, come on. He said, I'll draw nigh to you. And we'll get this thing taken care of. So all we got to do this year in 2020 is we got to draw nigh to God. And as we do that, we'll get the presence of God back again. Evidently, we've kind of 
away from God a little bit. We've pushed back. We've, we've slowed down. Anybody in here feel like you've slowed down this past year? Maybe past few years. It's happened so slow that you didn't even notice it. Come on. You start slipping away and you don't even realize it. You know what it is. You don't read the Bible like you used to. It don't have meaning like it used to. You've slowed down on your prayer. You may not be praying as long. And the first thing you know, it starts cutting shorter and shorter and shorter. Till finally you're just saying words. It's no longer prayer. I get worried when my prayer starts getting short. I'm not saying there's anything wrong but with short prayers. Because short prayers, he'll answer them too. It's all right. But when, when we get to the place that we feel comfortable not praying, then we're in trouble. And I have slipped away from God, whether I realize it or not. Let me tell you, your prayers won't be answered until you draw nigh to Him. There's a lot of people that come to church but they're not figuring on drawing nigh to thee. They're, they're not in the worship attitude. They're in the receiving attitude. If he's not going to give me, then I'm not going to come. Well, you've got to welcome him in. You've got to bring him in with you. Then he'll do something for you. If you draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to you, and your prayers will be answered. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let me get all the verses of Scripture out of the way, and then I'll preach. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, I like it, Brother Pat. Maybe I'll play that music a while, then we can all get into it. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I, I want, I want this, this, this really ties into this and... Before I go any further, I don't want to tie it in. You know, and it's been said and it's been proven. History repeats itself. I've got ties that's been in my closet for umpteen years and they're coming back. We've went from the little bitty thin ones to the great big wide ones, and now they're getting this way again. And I've got them on both ends of the spectrum. So I'm, I'm in style, out of style, in style. Because history does repeat itself. So, so let, let me just read a little bit, bit of Solomon in Ecclesiastes for you. Ecclesiastes 1. Verse number 9 and 10. Let me read what he says. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be. And that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. Come on. Is there anything whereof it may be said, see this new thing? It hath been already of old time, which was before us. In other words, what I'm telling you, you say, well, hey, Bishop, you're kind of talking in you know, circles here. You're wanting us to commit to a new thing? Well, I'm saying that what is, was, 
And what was is going to be again. So what I'm wanting you to do, I'm wanting you to get on the wagon and let's bring this thing back to where it was. Come, I don't know about you, but I want to bring the worship back where it was. Come on. I'm welcoming you back in, Lord. I want the, I want the miracles and the signs and the wonders. I remember the Tuesday night service in the second church before we moved to town. I remember Sister Christmas that was dealing with, with cirrhosis of the liver. Not because she drank, but it was because of having children. Multiple births does that. She was going, and we didn't really even know this. It was hidden from us that she was going to the doctor every Wednesday, and they was checking her enzymes, and she was on meds for this. She come, and then I, it was one of those nights, you know, that I come on Tuesday night, and I just felt like there was some people that was way down here needed prayer. And before church, I said, you know, I feel like there's some prayer people in here needs prayer tonight. Let's just have, have prayer for you. The line started on this side of the church and began to pray for people. Sister Christmas come through the line that night. It wasn't a shouting all over the place thing. She come through the line, Brother, Brother Freddie, and we prayed for her. Amen. Just about a week later, she went to the doctor on the Wednesday. And he said, I don't know what happened, to, but I'm going to tell you one thing. That there is no cirrhosis of the liver. It's gone. Come on. It was on a normal Tuesday night service that she walked through the line. It was not a big running around the church thing. It was a prayer that was answered automatically. And God healed her completely. Come on, I'm telling you, church, if you'll draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to you. Possibly if we hadn't had that prayer, if I hadn't felt the Lord just stop me and say, it's time to have prayer, possibly she'd have never been healed. I might have bypassed the feeling. Come on. But I'm thanking God that I was in tune that night. You could be the cause just by your obedience of somebody receiving their healing. Oh, glory. I don't know about you, but I want to be committed to a new thing. I want to bring it back. It might be, it might be history, and we've seen it come and go. Even through the Bible, you've seen it come and go. Hallelujah. I want to bring it back. I want to bring it back to stay. Anybody want to bring it back to stay? Hallelujah. 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 It is a proven factor. That history does repeat itself. I, I don't remember who it was told me. It may have been my wife. I don't remember. Somebody. I'd seen it on the news or something. The bell-bottom pants is back. Anybody remember them? Old enough remember them? Well, some of you is honest. You just don't want to know, anybody to know how old you are. I know. That's all right. I, I remember them. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm still alive. Glory. God brought me through that air, and here I'm in tonight. Still praising God, still worshiping Him. I ain't got my bell bottoms on, but I'm light and convenient for dancing. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I'm like Solomon. I'm ready for that which hath been. Come on. Oh, I'm all ready for the old time to return and be a new thing again. Come on. That's great. 
You know, our kids today, they pull out one of them, you know, little old ties. They say, man, our child, no, it ain't out of touch, honey. It's still in touch. See, what you don't understand, I've already had this 50 years. This this tie's 50 years old, and it's back in style. And you thought, hey, look at here, this is in style. Well, so am I. 71-year-old man, still, still in style. I'm talking about you. Come on. Y'all going to be there one of these days. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want the new thing again. Hallelujah. If we are going to have the presence of God in our midst again, we're going to have to bring it back, and it's going to have to take all of us. Come on. We might. It'd be a little bit easier us to bring the king back if we'd all do it together. There's no sense of somebody over here or half the side, you know, over here is, man, whoop, feeling this, and the other side. What's wrong with them tonight? Maybe you need to move over there with them. Come on. If you can't feel it on your side, move the other side. Hey, make a devil hunt for you. Sometimes it's good to make a move, and he thinks, where'd he go? Come on. It'd be a good thing sometimes we just switch seats. We used to do that all the time, you know. You all got used to it when I was pastor because I'd love to say, hey, change, change places. You've been sitting there too long. It's got your name on it now. Sad thing. Sad thing. Come on. Sad thing when somebody comes in and sits in your seat. have a signed seat here. Come on. No assigned seat here. In fact, I don't find in the Bible, in the temple where there was any seats, they stood and they worshiped the Lord. You know what? If we could just have our people and take our seats out for a while, I bet you'd worship. You know why? Because some of you be in so much pain, you say, I got to get this devil out of my leg. And pretty soon you'd start kicking it. After a while, he's gone. Come on. We need to bring the presence of God back in here. It wouldn't matter whether we had cushion seats or no seats at all. We'd be up worshiping anyway. Our second one had padded bottoms and nobody sitting down in them. Is that right? Hallelujah. I have to bring it back. It's going to take all of us to do it. Come on. I can't pray it in for you. You can't pray it in for me. But the only way we're going to do it is go to the prayer room and all pray it in together. There's no sense of half the church being uh, revived and the other half being dead as last year's bird nest. Come on. It's time for a little presence of God to move in here and take control. Oh. I used to pray it a lot more, son. I'm beginning to pray it again this year. Lord, interrupt our service. Don't let it be same old, same old. Don't let it be service as normal. God, do something in our midst. Move and do a new thing, God. Mess us up good. Let the, let the pastor feel like preaching first. Man, some of the services we've had like that. Come on, church. We need to get behind it no matter. 
If God moves in the service, I'm sorry. I already told the Lord tonight, I don't have to preach, Lord. Just interrupt our service. Just have your way. You preach, God. It don't have to be me. Work somebody else, Lord. Move through somebody else. Let somebody minister to somebody else. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David says, I'm going to call everybody together. He said, I'm, I'm going to call everybody. He got a hold of all Israel. He said, hey, we're going to bring the presence of the Lord back. Because they didn't inquire after it during Saul's day. But I see the need and I want it back. Come on, I've been a warrior all my life. How many times, how many times, son, has he said, Mr. Priest, would you bring that here? We're going to cast lots. Let's see, let's see what's going on. I, I want to consult with the, with the great God of heaven. And I, come on, bring that ephod here. I want, I, want, I, want to, I want to speak some words to God. I want to see what he's got to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he took off his heavy attire and he put on this linen ephod. Glory. Light and convenient for worshiping. Light and convenient for dancing. Hallelujah. Now I'm going to tell you something. I, I have read, I have studied, I have prayed since that came on me the other day. I have done, I don't know how many hours of reading that I have put in studying this thing studying it out and I checked out this procession that David was talking about when he talked about how he went the second time glory they played music and everything the first time but I don't find no place where there was a voice raised but the second time David said it's not going to happen that way I'm taking off my kingly garment come on and, and, and I, I, I don't have Bible, the Bible don't say, but I got the feeling if he put on a servant's garment or a priest's garment, ever, they all wore it. Hey, yeah, Samuel wore one as a boy. He wore a linen ephod. Now, if he was going to put on just a normal garment, I don't think he left on his crown. I believe he took that off too. Anything that represented kingship, he took off. That's why Michael, his wife, didn't understand. You're, you're just, you're showing off before the ladies. You're, you're just doing your thing. How, how, how glorious was the king today in front of all these ladies. Took off his kingly garment. He's out there having a little show. He's showing them a thing or two. Oh, Jesus. David said, I'm going to put on the, the garment. And, and David and, and, and I began to check this out, son. And, and David, it, it talked about this procession. And, it's, and it talked about how David led the men. And the Bible said that he led, not the Bible, but history says that he led the men with a leaping step. And then he began to sway to the music. Began to do a little twirl. Oh, then he took a leap and step. Yeah. And he began to sway to the music. Right. And took a little twirl. Come on now. Hallelujah. 
He said, I'm going, I, I may be the king, but I'm going to show you bunch of Israelites a new thing that we need to get down pat. If we're going to get the presence of God back, it's going to take something like that that's new. Come on, church. If we're going to get it back, we're going to have to get in our little bean this year, right off the bat, January, that I'm going to be committed to a new thing. I'm going to do something different than I've ever done before. I'm going to worship a little harder than I've ever worshipped before. I'm going to jump a little higher than I've ever jumped before. I'm going to twirl a little bit, something I've never done before. Come on. I'm going to jump a few pews. Come on. Come on. I'm going to have myself a time. You know what? Hallelujah. Something I've never done before. I'm going to do because it's God and he's worth it and I'm doing it unto him. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm committed to a new thing this year. I've seen some of you didn't say it. tells me where you're at come on it's time for us to get committed if I'm going to be a Christian if I'm ever going to make any headway in this city come on I'm going to have to stand out from all the other rest now. and I probably do I, I probably I'm not like none of them come on thank God for truth church Thank God for a pastor that's leading us in the Bible way. Come on. I'm thanking God for my pastor that he still gets beside himself. I would to God that when he got beside himself, that some of us would get beside ourselves. Come on. So well, I back the pastor, do you? I never seen any of you behind him when he was doing all this hucklebuck and down here rolling in the floor. I didn't see none of you doing it. How much are you backing him? Oh, Bishop, you don't understand. That's not me. Well, maybe it needs to be. Brother Freddie, how many men and ladies have we come and we've seen them even in the second, first church? Say, you'll, you'll never see me do that. Yeah, I did too. You probably feel that, Mike. Yeah, I remember those days. Gonna catch me doing that. But I'm going to tell you what, he can do that curly shuffle. When God gets a hold of him, he does the curly shuffle. Oh, Sister Rhonda McGee, bless her heart. Oh, they nobody's got a good reverse like hers. That's one thing that's never went out is when she gets oh, carried away in the spirit. She's, she's, I don't know how you do it, but she can dance backwards. She's got a good reverse. Come on, church. Oh, hallelujah. At least she's pulling him on in. She's backing up. Come on, Lord. I want you in here. Come on. I want to be a worshiper. Oh, glory. They didn't. The men led, swaying back and forth. And then after the men was the music. Music to stop right there. Notice something, men. It was the men first. They were the leaders in worship. The king taught his men some things. That we are to be first to worship. If you want your family to worship God, then men, you got to be real men. 
If I'm going to be the leader of my house, I should not be ashamed to dress this way and preach a message. If it's going to grab a hold of somebody and they're going to remember it years down the road, then it's worth it. A young lady, I still, she, well, I still know her, still see her. She's still in church. A young lady that I, I preached a sermon. Amen. At Brother Aldridge's church. The first time I ever preached there, he was having it in a garage then. And I preached a sermon. And this lady is married, got kids now. And I can still see that young lady. She'll walk up to me. she say, Brother McGee, I still remember that message. And she'll name it what it was. I'm not going to tell you because I might want to preach it again. You know what? It's those kind of things that get a hold of our kids. And whatever it takes to get their attention, I'm all right with that. Come on. If I can get a message that will stick to their bones, if you please, then I'm in for that. Come on, if I can make somebody remember the word of God or something was preached, I'm in for it. Come on, I don't care to do a new thing. Boy, I've never seen. Yeah, I know. I come walking out there so tonight, probably some of Well, I want you to just get up here and worship with me a while. We'll see how much into God you are. Come on, let's, let's just do a new thing. Let's just start it out tonight. We'll do a, a brand new thing. Come on, we'll, we'll have worship tonight. Yeah. Hallelujah. So they accompanied the music with, ah! Hallelujah! Come on. Yes. David wasn't only taking a leaping step and kind of swaying with the music yeah. and twirling. He was saying, Hallelujah! I am not alone. Oh, oh. Woo! He's swaying to the music. Come on, church. When you're doing that, you're not alone. Come on. You're not alone. God is working with you. He's got his hand on you. He's confirming his word with signs following. Well, it's turned red back here. He shouted with the voice of triumph. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Huh? Psalms 47 1. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. It's in the Bible. We're in the book. It's still all right to stomp your feet. Mama loved to stomp her feet. She sat on the second pew at the first church right there. When we made that into a parsonage, Brother Freddie, there was a hole in the floor there. You know why? Because Mama was always stomping the devil. She'd say, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him, I hate him. And them big old clodhoppers would come down on that thing, and the first thing you know, through the floor it went. Mama done on, went on to be with the Lord before we found that out. But she was a worshiper. She never come to church without bringing God with her. Hallelujah. Come on, church. We're in the book. It's still allowed. Come on, say, look to your neighbor, say, it's allowed. In fact, you might just look at your neighbor and say, it's expected. Come on, you know why people want to visit the apostolic Pentecostal church? They come to see the worship. 
And now the kind of the presence of God has moved outside of our church. We need to say, come on back in here, God. <laughs> you know what? I'm not near as worried about the beauty inside as what it feels like inside. Because the Spirit of the Lord will draw them. Come on. The prettiness in here won't draw them. But I'm telling you, somebody filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in other tongues, dancing in the Spirit, that'll draw them through the doors. They'll come to see the show. Brother Mikey, that's what brought you. You come to see the show. He'd seen it before he grew up in it, but it'd been a while. So he come back again. <laughs> Woo! Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's still allowed. It's still expected. And then the musician, then the musicians followed after them with, with damsels. The damsels followed. I don't know whether you realize it or not, but that's a good place to pick you up a wife. You could see who the worshipers was. And they was damsels. It was the unmarried. Now you all want to get close to this and do it again, ain't you? You want the presence of God back. If we're going to have a march like that, if we can get some of them hunks in here, you know, to look at the damsels, pretty soon we could fill this church up in Mount Carmel. Sister McGee's shaking her head, but I'm going to tell you, there's one man, young man sitting right in front of you, Brother T Freddie, that uh, he come, there was a, he seen a damsel. Got his attention. So much he couldn't turn loose of it. Come on, church. If we could get our church lined out, we wouldn't have to have anybody go outside the church to get them a mate. Come on. You better stay with me. Come on. You that's got boys that's not in church, if we could get this thing lined out, you wouldn't have to worry about those boys. They'd be somebody in the church for them to marry. Glory. I'm about ready to quit. The truth is, Michael ought to have been out there, David's wife ought to have been out there leading the ladies. Instead, she was looking through the window making fun. How glorious was the king today. Making a show in front of all those damsels and those ladies. And he said, it was because of the Lord. It was because the Lord chose me over your father. That's why I done it. And said, if you think that was something, you ain't seen nothing yet. Honey, you see me in the linen ephod. It's hard telling what I'll do next. You ain't seen nothing. And because of her making fun of that, she lost her future. She become childless. Oh, Jesus. I want to be committed to a brand new thing this year. Anybody with me? I want us to be committed to a new thing. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Somebody shout, now it shall come forth. Now it shall come forth. You have heard the word. Now it shall come forth. Hallelujah. I think we need worshipers. Let's stand. Amen. Pastor, you can come. Hallelujah. Can we just raise our hands right now all across this place, please? Amen. Be mindful of what has just been spoken here tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, to be committed to a new thing. I pray, oh, Lord, if it's going to be new, it's going to be because of you, Father. Hallelujah. If it's going to be new, it's going to be because of you, God. Lord, there's nothing new under the earth. But God, heaven, Lord Jesus, is all the time, Lord Jesus, bringing new things. God, I pray, oh, Lord, today. God, I give you, Lord Jesus, myself, my heart, my mind, my soul. Lord, we dedicate ourselves, Lord, anew and afresh, God, to you in a new year. God, let there be a new thing, Lord God, erupt in our souls and spirits. Help us, God, to be proactive, Lord, concerning your presence, God, concerning your power. I pray, O oh Lord, today, God, let it arise, Lord, within our mouths. Let it arise, O oh Lord Jesus, within our minds. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. God, that we would lift up voices of adoration and thanksgiving into the King of glory. God, let the King of glory come in. Who is the King of glory? He's the Lord that's strong and mighty. I pray, O oh Lord Jesus, today, God, this is your place. God, your house, Lord. God, it's where the weary can rest, where they can find refreshing, God, for their soul. God, let the wind of your spirit, God, blow upon our lives, Lord, anew and afresh, Father. God, a fresh touch of heaven. God, a fresh desire, Lord, a fresh, Lord, tenacity, Lord, for the things that be of God. Lord, tether us, God, to something, Lord, God, something owed, Lord, that would come, Lord, to be yet again. Father, in our life and the life, God, of the church, Lord Jesus, God, set us afloat. And on fire, help us, Lord, to burn for you. Let fresh oil, God, burn within our lives. I pray, O oh Lord, to be made, Lord Jesus, a light. God, in a darkened world and society, I pray, Lord Jesus, today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, let there be prayer upon our lips, God. A burden upon our backs, God. I pray, O oh Lord Jesus, worship, God, the fruit of our lips, that it may be acceptable in your sight, I pray, O oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, Lord, hallelujah, Lord. Oh, grant us, Lord, the fortitude, Jesus. Grant us, O oh Lord, the commitment, God, the courage, O oh Lord, the courage, Lord, to enact it. Father, in our life, God, in the life, Lord, of our assembly, I pray, O oh Lord, today. God, not to take a back seat to it, O oh Lord, but God, the spirit. Headed, I pray, Lord, by your spirit, God, today. Grab your neighbor's hand right now. Let's ask God to do a new thing. Only ask it if you really want it. God, a new thing, Lord Jesus, within my life, within my family. God, within the life, Lord, of my church. A new thing, God. Lord, I pray, God, let it sprout up on the left and on the right. I pray, oh God, a new thing. God, let there be a new shoot, God, that would push through the ground. I pray, God. 
God invigorated, God, with new life, I pray, oh, Lord, today. God, let there be the shaking off, Lord, of the dust, God, of yesteryear, God, and let there be something new, God, that would take root, something new that would grow, something new that would mature. Father, in my life, within the life of my family, God, I'm stepping out on the unknown. God, knowing, God, that you'll meet me there. God, I'm stepping out, God, into uncharted waters, but I know, God, that you will direct, God, the path, Lord, the trajectory, God, that I am to go, Lord, as my family and myself and my church family. Oh, God, be the wind that would blow upon my back, that would fill my cell and direct my path. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. God, let my satisfaction, God, be in you, to derive it from you. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Hallelujah. My Lord and my God, my Lord and my God, I want to be mindful of you, Lord, mindful of your spirit, mindful of your presence, I pray, oh God, today. Hallelujah, 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 I need thee, oh, I need thee, I need thee, oh God. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Hallelujah. And the church say amen. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. Amen. Committed to a new thing. Committed to a new thing. Amen. This coming Wednesday, we'll be having communion. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.